0: These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The town of Scone was left in mourning following the death of a local contractor at the Bengala coal mine. The 37-year-old was changing a massive tyre on a coal truck on Saturday night when it fell on him. Management at the mine is offering support to the man's family and colleagues and is cooperating with authorities as they try to ascertain how the incident happened. Work at the mine was suspended but it's now operating again. Police are treading a fire which severely damaged three townhouses under construction at Jesmond on Monday morning as suspicious. Fire crews from Mall's and New Lambton responded to several triple O calls just before 2am, arriving to find several fires burning at the three units on Goodwin Street. It took them about an hour to bring the blaze under control. Safe work investigators launched inquiries into a chemical spill at a Beresfield warehouse on Monday morning which forced the evacuation of 25 workers and surrounding others. Hundreds of litres of liquid sodium hydroxide escaped a storage container at the Balbu Close facility around a quarter to nine. Fire and rescue crews said they found the container storing the substance had ruptured after being damaged by a vehicle in a workplace accident. Lake Macquarie police are investigating the circumstances leading up to a single car crash at Toronto on Monday night. A man in his 20s was driving his Ford Falcon sedan along Awaba Road just before 10 when he lost control and slammed into a power pole. The crash brought down live power wires on the car, leaving the man trapped in the vehicle for about half an hour before Osgrid crews arrived. He was freed and taken to the John Hunter Hospital for treatment and observation. Labor on Tuesday announced their candidate for the state seat of Lake Macquarie, currently held by independent member Greg Piper. Regal Cinema manager Joe Smith will be running for the position at the March election, with a promise to focus on community needs and engagement. She said the government needs to keep up with growing and changing Lake Macquarie, with improvements needed in areas like public transport and health. What we need to do is we need to stop the losses that are occurring in the Lake Macquarie area. We need to bring back what we have lost and we also need to ensure that there's adequate infrastructure because we're having a population influx, adequate infrastructure to, to make sure that the lake stays the wonderful place it is to live in in the future. More than 100 people rallied on Wednesday in the last-ditch attempt to stop a controversial mining project in the Bylong Valley. The crowd protested before the final public meeting ahead of the Independent Planning Commission's decision to approve or refuse the mine. Bev Smiles from the Hunter Communities Network said if the project goes ahead it'll affect the Bylong River water source. Well, the Bylong mine set in a beautiful uh, Bylong Valley which is very rich agricultural land depending on a good water supply. So So a large open cut and underground mine in that valley will destroy both of those important values. A report released on Wednesday pointed to an alarming prevalence of bullying and harassment in the hunters' hospitals. The John Hunter was given a D-grade for staff wellbeing in the 2018 Alliance Hospital report, while 75% of respondents failed to report inappropriate behaviour. Nearly 70% of respondents were concerned about personal health from working overtime. President of the Medical Officers' Federation, Dr Tony Sarah, said the survey identifies areas which need change. To bring Of senior managers and senior doctors to uh, provide support lines for junior doctors, which the Ministry of Health does. It's for us, the union, as well, to take requests for support and action. So it's a broad range of strategies we need to implement to change these cultures over time. It came to light on Thursday. The state government has raked in more than $1 million in speeding fines on Thomas Street, Walls End and Newcastle Road and Griffiths Road at Lampton. The spike of 544% comes since a speed limit reduction was introduced in March along the stretch from 70 to 60 kilometres per hour. Walls End MP Sonia Hornery is still calling on the RMS and Minister Melinda Pavey to release crash data supposedly justifying the speed change. Sonia Hornery said the infringement data released under Freedom of Inf- information to Fairfax is a step forward but we still need more information. They told me that the reason they've made that reduction is that the crash statistics are too high and so I said to them well tell me at what speed people are crashing so that then I'm convinced that that speed limit reduction should have occurred. There was a terrifying home invasion at Hamilton South early Thursday morning. Around 1am a 55 year old man opened the door of his Fowler Street unit to find another man at the door wielding a knife. It's understood the intruder stormed inside and assaulted the resident repeatedly, knocking him to the ground before threatening the occupant and demanding cash. He made off with a small sum, with the resident chasing him down the street to no avail. Upper Hunter MP Michael Johnson hit back at claims, published in the Sydney Morning Herald on Thursday. The article said Mr Johnson is faced with the threat of bankruptcy after long refusing to pay the family of his deceased business partner to the tune of $300,000. However, in a statement issued to 2NURFM, Michael Johnson said figure has now been agreed to by the parties, with the matter to be finalised in coming days. He said further details on the transaction are privy to confidentiality clauses, but the late Chris Walker was his friend. The Upper Hunter State seat is thought to be crucial to the Liberal National Government's March re-election campaign, with a person who's bankrupt not allowed to enter Parliament. And Maitland MP and Shadow Minister for Women Jenny Aitchison said the New South Wales Premier needs to think about the sort of people she has on her front bench after parliamentary Privilege was used in Parliament to accuse Luke Foley of sexual harassment. Mr Foley has stepped down as Leader of the Opposition and is launching defamation proceedings after Liberal MP David Elliott brought up a series of events which allegedly occurred at a 2016 Christmas party between Mr Foley and ABC journalist Ashley Raper. Jenny Aitchison said David Elliott acted inappropriately. We have seen Some really disturbing trends in politics of male politicians using women and weaponising essentially them through the process by abusing parliamentary privilege. He has done no favours to anyone in this space, particularly not most of all to Ashley Raper.